0: Welcome to the Effortless English Show with the world's number one English teacher, AJ Hogue, where AJ's more than 40 million students worldwide finally learn English once and for all without the boring textbooks, classrooms, and grammar drills. Here's AJ with a quick piece to help you learn to speak fluent English effortlessly. AJ Hogue, Effortless English Show, I'm back. I'm back in the saddle again. All right, I'm back. Where have I been? I needed a week. I needed a week to rest. I had some things to do. Last week, I was recording VIP lessons. New lessons for my VIP members. Also last week, I started a new hobby. A new activity for me called Jiu-Jitsu. Jiu-Jitsu. What is Jiu-Jitsu? Jiu-Jitsu is a martial art. The martial means war, warlike, connected to war or fighting. So it is a fighting art. A lot of people know Jiu Jitsu now because of mixed martial arts. Because in mixed martial arts, all the fighters learn Jiu Jitsu. Almost all of them. They learn Jiu Jitsu. Jiu Jitsu is a kind of wrestling. Originally, Jiu Jitsu comes from Japan. But it has been made popular by a Brazilian family called the Gracie family. So they learned it from a Japanese guy who came to Brazil, and then they developed it in their own way, and now jiu-jitsu has become quite popular. Now, as always, join one of my English courses. Speak English fluently and confidently. Go to effortlessenglishclub.com EffortlessEnglishClub.com In my courses, I give you mini-stories, I give you point-of-view stories, I give you training, I give you communication training. Join one of my courses now, EffortlessEnglishClub.com Talking more about jujitsu, I want to talk about jujitsu more for a couple reasons, but one of the main reasons is, it actually has a connection to English learning. Believe it or not, I'll tell you why in a minute. So, I started jiu-jitsu. I went for the first time last week. I went to two lessons. And immediately, I love it. I love it, I love it, I love it. And like I said, it's a kind of wrestling. You know, we call it grappling or wrestling. That's where you're on the ground mostly, right? You're you're fighting on the ground. And I went and I'm a complete beginner, so I know nothing so, of course, it's very, very, very difficult for me. All The other students are all actually kind of advanced. I'm going in the mornings. It's a small class, which is great. But the other students, they're all much more advanced than I am. They're much, much, much better than me. I mean, I, I know nothing. And they have been doing jujitsu for, you know, two or more years, all of them. Some of them for like five years, seven years, nine years, or more. So, as you can imagine, it's overwhelming. And this, this is something that a lot of English learners experience too, where English feels overwhelming. It feels like it's too much, too much. It's so difficult. Everything seems so, so difficult. It seems impossible for a while. It seems, oh, I'll never speak fluently. I'll never have a great accent, great pronunciation. I'll never be able to use English grammar automatically. You have that feeling of being overwhelmed. And that's the feeling I had in jujitsu, overwhelmed. So they, during the class, the instructor would teach some techniques, like how to escape from something, how to do something to your opponent. But the techniques can be complicated, right? It's like first you have to grab their arm, then grab their hand with your other arm, then use your hips to push. So there's all these different steps to do for jujitsu techniques. The problem as a super beginner, the problem is that everything's very new. So you learn a technique, you know, with different steps, then they would teach another technique. With Also with several steps. So in each class, maybe they teach three or four techniques. You practice a few times. Now for the advanced students, they can learn the new techniques quickly, right? Because they have all that experience. They have the foundation. They understand the principles. But for me, I'm totally new. So every technique seems very complicated, very difficult. So, here's the problem. At the end of the class, they do what's called sparring. It's fighting. It's just practice fighting is what it is. So, you do practice fighting against one other person. So, in the practice fights, <laughs> the practice fights happen very fast. It's like English conversation, right? Real English conversations, they're very fast. Also, real English conversations are unpredictable, unpredictable it means you don't know what will happen right you'd never know exactly what the other person will say right textbooks they teach you dialogues they teach you conversations like hello how are you I'm fine and you but but in real life in real conversations almost no one does that different people have different greetings some people will say, Hello, nice to meet you. And other people will say, Hey, how's it going? And other people will say, Hey, what's up? All these different ones. Some are formal. Some are very casual. So you're never exactly sure what's going to happen. So in the real conversations, and that's just greetings, of course, with the rest of the conversation, the rest of the conversation, it can get even more complicated. You never know what's going to happen. So as a beginner and even as an intermediate learner it again it's very overwhelming it seems like so much and in the real conversations everything seems like feels like it's happening very very fast and you're trying to think you're trying to think of the rules you're trying to think of the grammar you're trying to think of the vocabulary but the other person keeps talking (laughs) there's no time (laughs) Well, that's exactly what jiu-jitsu was like in the sparring, and the practice fighting. So I had learned a few techniques. They taught me, you know, three, four, five, six techniques. After, a couple, after two days, I knew maybe six or seven techniques. Well, they taught me seven techniques. I didn't really know them. The problem is in the practice fighting, the other person, they're constantly doing stuff to me, right? And they're moving very quickly. So they would, let's say they get on top of me. Well, I know a technique. They taught me a technique how to get the person off of you, what to do if someone's on top of you. The problem is I had to think about it. So I had to think, oh, uh, what's the first step? Oh, yeah, grab their hand. Uh, step two, oh, yeah, grab their arm with my other hand. And uh, Step three, use my foot. Step four, push with my hips. The problem is while I'm thinking of those steps, They're doing something else like, uh, you know, choking me or grabbing my arm or moving me. (laughs) So I was too slow. It was too much. I couldn't do the techniques. The other problem, just like with grammar rules in English, the other problem was I I couldn't remember. In the middle of a practice fight, everything happening so fast, I could not remember the steps. I totally forgot most of the techniques. Gone. Poof, gone. Right, so in Jiu-Jitsu, the good guys, the really good fighters, they do these techniques automatically. It's automatic. They are not thinking consciously about every step. Oh, you use my hand and my arm. Right now, it's automatic. It's intuitive. They understand the principles after many years of training, after many years of practicing. They kind of just know the general principles so they can adapt. They're flexible. They can do things very, very quickly. Really, They're not really thinking consciously about it. Now, another so, cool thing about Jiu-Jitsu that I found that also is connected to English learning, is I found a very cool resource. Online learning. See, I've been talking about the last several weeks in the show, independent learning, being your own boss. Well, I thought, you know, this is true for everything, I believe. So it should be true for jujitsu too. Why not, right? So yes, I'm going to a class. Yes, the teacher, the instructor shows me the techniques and I do the drills and I practice in class. So with something like jujitsu, jitsu you, you need to do that, right? You need the other person there so that you can practice the moves, practice the techniques. But on the other hand, it's too much for a beginner. It's really overwhelming. It's too much, so I thought, well, how can I be an independent learner of jiu-jitsu, right? I tell you, be an independent learner of English. So how can how can I do that? Well, guess what? Nowadays, we have the internet and the Gracie family, this j- Brazilian family, they have a website with Brazilian jiu-jitsu courses, fantastic videos. So I bought their first course. It's great. It's so great, especially as a beginner. You know why? Because I can come home. And when I come home after the jiu-jitsu class, you know, I forgot the techniques. Like I said, they're too complicated. It's too much. It's too new. So, poof, most of it I forgot. Well, here's the good news. I can go online. I can watch... The Gracie, it's called Gracie University. I watch the Gracie University, the online videos. So I can find that same technique, the technique I learned in the class. I find it and then I watch them on the video demonstrating the technique slowly. And I can rewind, watch a part again. If I'm, Oh, what, what's he doing with his leg? Let me see again. I can rewind it, watch it again, rewind it, watch it again. I can kind of lay down. It's, I'm doing it alone, so it's not perfect, but I can still, I can, you know, lay on the ground and watch the video, then practice the different moves, the different techniques very, very slowly and carefully at home by myself. So this lets me train in my own pace, at my own speed. And right now, my own speed is super slow because it's so new. But see, that's so great. This is an, a fantastic addition, this independent learning that I can do, even with jiu-jitsu, even a physical sport like this. I can learn so much independently at home. I will improve faster because I can use these videos. Because of these videos, I will remember the techniques more. And I'll practice them a little bit at home, just very slowly. Even just watching the videos, I get the technique in my mind more and more, repeating Just like with Effortless English, deep learning, right? Well, just like with English, I repeat. I watch the videos again and again and again and again. And then it goes deeper and deeper and deeper into my mind. And eventually, I hope, (laughs) I believe, (laughs) eventually I believe it will become more automatic. So in the class, in the practice fighting, I will be able to use some of these techniques sooner, if I only go to the class, if I only depend on the teacher, my improvement will be much slower. And so this is why independent learning is, it just shows the power of independent learning for anything. Now for your English, it's the same. It's the same thing. So some people, some people are in school. They're in high school. They're in university. They must. Go to English class. Some people like to go to classes because they are social. They can meet people. That's fine, but still, you must be an independent learner because the classes have limitations. Every class has a limitation. It's limited. right? You're limited by the other students. You're limited by the instructor. You're limited by the time. And so, if you really want to improve quickly... You need to learn independently at home. The best learning happens at home. So just like with me with jujitsu, my best learning actually happens at home. I watch the videos again and again. Then in the class, I use the class to try the techniques, to practice them against a real opponent. Mostly what I found in the class so far, I've only done two classes, mostly I find what's not working. I realize, oh, he grabbed my leg. I can't do this. What do I do now? So then I go home and I find a video about that problem, right? I go home and I find a video. Oh, what do I, if he grabs my leg, what do I do? I can find a video and watch it again and again and again. Then I go back to the class and then another problem happens. They do something else to me. So I come home and I independently find a solution to the problem and learn another technique so in this way my learning goes much faster same for your english if you only go to a class as you know your learning will be very very slow but by learning at home independently using effortless english methods using this podcast you will learn much faster also same as jiu jitsu The, the great thing about independent learning is you go at your own speed. At your own speed. This is impossible in a class. In a classroom, you cannot do this. And it's not because the teacher's bad. It's just, it's just, it's just natural, right? Think about it. In a classroom, you have many people. Everybody is a different level, a different speed. Some will learn something faster some will learn that same thing more slowly some people need more time some people need less time for different things well the teacher cannot please everybody so the teacher usually tries to find the middle right kind of the middle speed that works for most people so like in my jujitsu class Everybody's more advanced than me. So the teacher, he cannot go super, super, super slowly just for me. It's not fair to the other students in the class. They will get bored. Right? For them, he needs to go more quickly because most of the students, well, all of the other students are more advanced. So he can't go super slowly just for me. Not fair to the other students. I understand that. So I, I don't, I, no problem. But I need super slow learning right now. So I have to do that for myself. It's my responsibility. And that's a great thing about independent learning. You can go super slowly. Just like with English. If you go to a class, well, wow, maybe the teacher goes too fast for you. It's And that's frustrating. Or you go to a class and the teacher goes too slowly and it's boring for you. But at home... You can decide as an independent learner, you go at your own speed. If something's easy for you, you go faster. If something's quite difficult for you, you can go very slowly. With my lessons, you can pause, rewind, repeat, pause, rewind, repeat. You can do that a hundred times if you want to. Just for one sentence. Like for pronunciation, if you use my pronunciation course. When you use my pronunciation course if there's one, let's say there's a sound, let's say R and L. Difficult for you, these two sounds, R and L. Well, I have a whole lesson about R and L. So you could just focus on that lesson. You could use that lesson for three weeks or four weeks, repeating it again and again and again, several hours every day, focused on R and L, because that's difficult for you. As an independent learner, that's powerful for you when you do that. On the other hand, If you come from a country and you speak a language that has R and L already, those sounds, maybe R and L is super easy for you. So, when you're using my pronunciation course, that lesson, you go quickly. You do it a few days. Maybe you can hear a small difference between the American R and L and yours. But generally, it's easy for you. So, you go more quickly and then you find the lesson that's more difficult for you, and then you go very, very slowly. So again, you can modify. We call this customization, right? You modify your learning at home. You do it exactly for your needs. That's the power of independent learning at home, that you can do it exactly how you need to do it. Also at home, you can avoid this feeling of being overwhelmed by too much. You know, when your level's not high enough, a conversation with a native speaker can be stressful. Right? If you're not ready, it can be very, very stressful. If you're not able to understand much and you suddenly go to the United States and try talking to everybody, for most people that will be very stressful. They're not ready to do it yet. Now, some people are very strong and they can do that. Like, I'm not like that, though. I'm, I'm very shy with my Spanish, for example. Um, so, you know, some people, they want to be at a much higher level before they start real conversations because they're not quite ready for it. Well, again, at home, independently, you can do that. You can just listen to, you can listen to my lessons, you can listen to podcasts, you can read easy books. You can relax and enjoy the language, just enjoy English. Enjoy so much content, so many interesting books and audios and videos in English. Improving your English a lot, enjoying the language a lot, but without stress, without stress. And then, yes, you will be ready. Then you go and you have more difficult real-world conversations. But when you're ready, again, you decide. You are the boss. That's what true education means. That's what real education means. You're the boss. Independent learning. So oh, these were my thoughts as I, as I started jiu and I'll let you know. I'll talk more about jiu-jitsu as I, go, as I go forward with it. But I'm having a great time. Love, 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 love it. I used to do martial arts as a kid. I did karate. I did karate when I was young, middle school age. And, uh, oh, I had a lot of benefits. I really, really loved it. But then uh haven't done it. I haven't done martial arts since I was a kid. And, you know, honestly, I've missed it for so many years. I don't know why I haven't done it. And finally decided at age 49, at age 49, I've decided to start learning jujitsu. And I'm so happy I did. I I already feel addicted after two lessons. I feel like, oh, this is great. I want to keep doing this. You know, sometimes in life... You try things and you're not sure. You need some time until you decide you like it. But other times in life, you do something and immediately you just have a feeling like, ah, oh, I love this. There's something about this that I love so much. And that's my feeling with jiu-jitsu. I just, uh, I don't know, just just instantly loved it. So I'll be, I'm, I paid my money. I'm, I joined the class. I'm enrolled in the class. I'll be going again next week. My only limit is my body. I got to keep my body strong because it's very, very challenging. It's, it's not easy. It's a great workout, great exercise. But it's another good point. And that is about age. Again, we have these ideas, these limiting ideas in life. And I know a lot of people, I I'll get on Twitter, I get a lot of comments at different times from people who are older whatever that means right but but usually i'd say older than 30 and they'll say oh you know i'm i'm i am 35 can i still learn english well i'm 65 is it too late to become fluent in english i am 80 is it too late it's never too late it's not too late if you're alive and you're fairly healthy you know your brain is working then it's not too late you can do it at any age and so you know people have this idea too about jiu-jitsu oh you know it's something only for people who are very young but it's not true at this school the instructor told me they have a 61 year old student doing jiu-jitsu and jiu is tough it's physically tough so you know it's more our mentality it's our mind if if our mind is open if we keep our minds open then then it doesn't matter the age and in fact by by continuing to learn as you get older it keeps your mind and your body younger and stronger so if you are older if you're over 40 then God keep listening to English it's so good for your brain it's so good for your mind remember Steve Kaufman just talked to Steve Kaufman recently for the show he, I think he said he was 71 And he's learning Greek now, his 17th language. (laughs) Okay. And he's 71. Age doesn't matter. It does not matter. Okay. I mean, none of us will live forever. But on the other hand, while we're alive, as long as we are alive, we should live, continue living, continue learning and you know the the easiest reason to continue learning is that it makes life more enjoyable life is more fun life is more interesting when you're learning that's you know that's why kids they always seem happier they're having more fun they have more energy because they're always learning 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 all the time they're always playing with new things trying new things and learning if you keep that attitude as you get older then you will always be youthful. You may not always be young, okay? That is that's that is a number, right? If you're 20, you're young. If you're 80, you're not young. But you can be youthful, right? You can be like a young person. You can be energetic and curious and learning and fun and interesting still at any age. Youthful. And that's my goal is to remain youthful, in my mind and body as much as possible. No matter what my age is, you can do this too. So, if you're 70, 80 years old, 60 years old, 50, 40, 30, 20, doesn't matter. Keep learning English. Keep improving. Be an independent learner. Use one of my Effortless English courses. Go to EffortlessEnglishClub.com That is English club.com see you next time bye for now